we're live. I pressed it. There it is. All right. All right, we're live. Hello, and welcome to the weekly uh, Pirate Side Chat. And uh, this is your host, Lutz. And uh, we do this every week, guys, uh, 6.30 p.m. EST. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, I try to make it as interesting as possible. Uh, what was it? We have some guests on today. Uh, before we start, before I introduce them, what was that question you had? That this will give her an up to send her. Was that Rito? Who was that that asked what we do weekly? Oh, that was okay. I wasn't sure if you were talking to me or not. Yeah. Yeah, my name's Alvin. Hey, Alvin, how you doing? My name's Lutz. Ah, Lutz, nice to meet you, man. So, so what we do, so, uh, I, my, we do this every week. You know, we try to make it educational. Uh, we focus on privacy, because that's the most important thing to us pirates. And uh, my, I've been in crypto for maybe about, uh, I don't know, anywhere from nine, ten years now, maybe even more, maybe a little less, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't kept track. But uh, it's, I've, been, I've been around a long time. I, I started with uh litecoin i mean I, I at some point i i was also with komodo and uh you know i, I did a lot of I, I was the first radio station for them i built their first website so i go way back with komodo um and i just i, I love i love crypto in general i've been working in the space a long time i did have uh, a corporate job at some point but uh it's a long there's a long history to that uh, so, but these days, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I, I love living free and I, and I like fighting for freedom. And this is what I do. This is, I consider this my job. Okay, cool. I appreciate you answering that. I had to take a second to hit the mic cause I've got little kids running around here, but thank you for answering that. No problem, brother. All right, guys. So we have incognito on today. Uh, incognito. Uh, looks looks really amazing because uh, they have uh, they, they use the same type of technology that we do in Pirate, and at the same time they have all these great applications inside their application. Uh, they ha and they have great great applications. They have a mobile wallet, uh, an Apple wallet. Uh, so uh, what I'm thinking is, and this is why I invited them, is working together with uh, Incognito could add more privacy to our coin i think i think i'm not technically sure about it i'm not i don't know if it's uh you know it's a factual thing technically yet but it sounds like it would because the pirate chain uh, works on zk snarks and has the highest non setting crypto right now right higher than monero uh and imagine having this amazingly high announced privacy set a non set and and then it being encapsulated on a level like a level two uh, transport uh, is that the transport? No, no, I forgot which one that is. But uh, it 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 goes inside a vehicle that has as much a tunnel as much has as much protection as it has itself. So it uses that same amazing technology to move across from one side to the other using that layer network or right, that that uh, transmission protocol, I guess they call. Uh, and you know I'm not very technical, but you guys see what I'm saying. So it it, uh, it encapsulates itself. You encapsulate pirate with even more protection than it had before, while it's moving from one destination to the other. Hey, 
Can my brothers call me? Uh, Newts, can you hear me? I'm I'm on the phone. I'm I'm on an interview. I can't talk to you right now. Hey, can, can you hear me again? I, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it's it's another guy. Trace T R E S needs to mute his stuff. Ah, I see. Yeah, let's let's do that. I think somebody did it already. Yep. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Polly. Right, so I, I got cut out there. Sorry, I had a phone call. Uh, such a pepe. Right, so uh, we, we have Incognito on today, guys. It's a very privacy-focused project. It's really amazing. I think it'll work really well with Pirate. Uh, I'd like to welcome uh, welcome these guys on. Uh, well, we really only one is from uh, from the actual project. Aaron, are you here with us? Yeah. Hey, and thanks for the invite. Can you guys hear me? Hey, welcome. Yes. Beautifully. Wonderful. Yeah. So uh, we're so glad to be here. Um, you said yourself you're not incredibly technical. I have a similar role, uh, as I've heard you describe on, on previous meetups that I've listened to of the pirate, pirate meetings. Um, I'm essentially editor. Uh, I do communication and marketing. So I'm, I'm well-versed in our privacy stack and our technology. Um, but if in a Q&A session at some point today we get, in, like, very technical, um, I may end up pointing people to the forum for more detailed answers. So I hope you guys can kind of bear with me, uh, maybe right, with a I, few I, general I, answers on the technical side. I brought backup. Don't worry. We got Matt here. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm not the only one from Incognito here today. Uh, Chucky, uh, he runs support. You'll notice him around the forum if you, if you visit the forum. He's incredibly helpful. Um, so feel free to address either one of us. Uh, but I think I'll be handling most of the questions in the talk today. That, for, that, that forum is actually very interesting. I, I noticed that you have to put in uh, a, an address, a crypto address, a private PR, PRV address in order for you to log in. Um, you, you're not required to. Essentially, what we use that for is for sending rewards to the community because a lot of uh, what Incognito does is focused on uh, community engagement, community building. We have people, uh, we have a category called the builders category, which contains engaged incognito members who are developers or technically savvy uh, who build privacy projects on top of incognito. And every month we hold uh, a vote on the most useful privacy projects that have been built on incognito. We reward them with PRB. So those addresses are for getting those rewards, uh, but it's not mandatory at all. Uh, and you only stick your your public key for your account on on Incognito, so it has nothing to do with uh, a privacy risk at all. There's no uh, no private keys or any access or anything like that. Beautiful. That sounds fantastic. A great 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 reward system to open source developers. Uh, so so Incognito. Uh, let's see. So. I met you. I, I met. I met you guys. Actually, I learned about you guys a couple weeks ago, and I started, you know, reaching out. And then I, I, I think that's how you guys got in contact with me a couple weeks later. And um, I started looking more into this, and I'm like, wow, this is really amazing. I mean, it, you guys, can, can you tell me how Incognito works? 
uh, you know, what, what, what's its main functions, what, and you know, even what you like about it? Yeah, absolutely. So from the beginning, Incognito was, was founded, I think, on similar principles as, as Pirate Chain, right? We saw a need for privacy uh, in the crypto sphere and, and ultimately in all of life. Uh, but we started out with the goal of uh, creating privacy for any cryptocurrency, right? Um, so what we built was a layer two solution, uh, a sidechain kind of solution where we can bridge uh, any number of crypto networks and have uh, interoperability, right? Cross-chain transactions, things like that, to where everything you do on the incognito network is private, um, but you're not required to use a dedicated privacy coin like Monero. Right, because we noticed that people were not willing to give up Bitcoin, not willing to give up Ethereum. Right, so now you can use your favorite private, uh, your favorite currencies privately without having to switch to privacy coins. But the good news is, for privacy coins like Monero, um, it's an added layer of privacy and security that I think uh, you you wouldn't want to do without even using Monero, for example. Right, right, and and that that's one of the the biggest problems is you know there's security by default is a big problem you know people need protection by default because nobody's going to turn on vpn and no one's going to turn on Thor. and you know people average people just don't do that stuff it's a fact exactly they're just, they're, they're just not even going to attempt it honestly they don't care they don't even care to learn it and so that if it's not doing it by default which is what your product allows for it looks like it it, it uses a privacy network Right. To transfer. So essentially, there's there's different different uh, I guess categories of privacy, right? Um, so things like internet privacy, uh, we're not. It's not a. It's not a VPN service. It doesn't uh, allow for like anonymous web browsing necessarily. Um, but these things can be built on top of Incognito. So. In Cognito at its core is just a it's a it's a privacy focused blockchain where you can transact cryptocurrencies anonymously, right? Um, but we have, for example, uh, our privacy for Ethereum, which enables smart contract developers to add privacy to things like that as well. So we have a number of of, of uh, decentralized applications on the platform, which we call them P apps, privacy applications. Um, it's essentially just a, a DApp that has privacy. Um, so. Now, if I were to look up a transaction, how private is it? I mean, if for, for something that's clearly not private, maybe Bitcoin, how, how deep does the privacy go when trying to look up, look, look up a transaction? Can you even look it up? So you can definitely look it up. Uh, and the privacy is, is dependent on the type of transaction that you have on the network. Um, and then another thing, we're also building out this privacy continuously. So the privacy le uh, level we have now is not going to be what we have in six months. Um, it's not going to be what we have in six months. So things are going to look very different in the near future. But at the moment, we still have... Okay. Yeah, we can hear you. Cool. I just want to make sure the buzzing wasn't getting in the way. Um, at the moment, there are three kinds of transactions on the blockchain, right? A burn, a mint, and a transfer. Um, transfers take care of things like send and receive, right? And in a transfer, the sender is completely anonymous. No, no data is visible about the sending address or anything like that. The amount of crypto that was sent is also uh, shielded. So you can't tell how much of a cryptocurrency was sent. For the time being, the asset type 
for example, if I were to send you one Bitcoin, uh, you wouldn't know the one, but you would know the Bitcoin. The asset type is visible. And also the public key of the receiver is still visible. So that address that you input on incognito.org on the forum, um, that's the same address you can still look up uh, on the Network Explorer for the time being. However, we're working on two features uh, that should be finished at the end of this quarter this year uh, called one-time addresses and confidential assets. And both of those features uh, will make uh, transfer transactions completely anonymous. So the sender, the receiver, the amount, and the type of currency sent, all of that will be completely invisible. Oh, very nice. Okay, and I'm not even going to ask about the technical jargon, but uh, that, sound, that sounds like a great, a great way to go uh, if you have a, you know, an avenue like that. Um, so, so, so putting something like Monero and Pirate on on Incognito would just, I, I would say it adds it adds more privacy, right? Uh, it, there's there's even more la layers of protection. I mean, I, I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around how it's making it more private, but I think so, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, I think it's it's helpful to understand this in a couple of different ways, right? So there's the the privacy stack itself, right? If you were to say send uh, Monero to Incognito, what the privacy difference would look like. Um, and then there's other things like additional features uh, that we can understand this in. So we'll, we'll look at those two separately pretty quickly. Um, as far as privacy goes, using Monero on the Incognito network ensures that um, every part of the transactions that I've listed as currently hidden will remain hidden. Um, and the fact that they're not stored in any way means that that like chain analysis firms can't um, kind of uh, what do you call it? Use metadata to to ascertain your identity, right? So, like we had the the recent uh, news about Monero being cracked by the U.S. government, right? They paid um, a couple of firms to to crack Monero, and so that can't happen on Incognito if you're using Monero, right? So it's it's a way to kind of bolster the the, the current level of anonymity. We use similar features of, as Monero. Uh, Incognito provides very similar like Monero level privacy to any crypto asset. Um, but as far as, it's it's not a, an exponential boost in privacy per se, but it ties up those loose ends that, that chain analysis firms would uh, be able to exploit. Are, and you guys are using ZK Snarks from what I understand to accomplish your goals? Um, let me, this is one of those questions that I would have to check with the devs for yes. sure. <laughs> we're, uh, yeah, we're, we use ZK Snarks. Oh, right. yeah, Which is the latest you. and greatest, right? So ZK Snarks is the latest and greatest cryptography at the moment. Uh, I personally believe it will surpass uh, ring signatures in the long run. Uh, as said by by a Monero podcast, a Monero cast, I think, or Monero radio, I have the link if anybody wants it after the show. They actually say that uh, ZK Snarks in their show, they actually say that ZK Snarks is more quantum resistant, you know, quantum computer resistant than... Uh, than their ring signature technology. Just just the fact. Right. And and from my understanding, these things can be used in conjunction with one another, right? Um, so, like, for example, there are places where Incognito employs things like ring signature um, and, like, range proofs, zero-knowledge proofs, and, and, and things like that. Um, 
but ultimately it's very it's very function specific right so each of those incognito functions like trading is a completely different function um from send and receive which is a completely different function from providing liquidity in the decks or from playing quest for example so the incognito app has a number of functions um, but they all kind of boil down to either a burn mint or uh, transfer uh, transaction which use each use different layers and different different privacy protocols right so if i can kind of summarize what i would say is things like for example the ring signatures the the, the bulletproofs uh, we employ those to hide uh, sender addresses in our transfers but when it comes to like minting um, that's actually a public transaction on the incognito blockchain and we have to use things like one-time addresses or temporary addresses to hide the details that would come up in a public transaction um, so the way we accomplish for example anonymous trades in the pdex is by using proxy addresses if you want to initiate a trade uh, you would send your funds to the proxy address which would then burn them so the burn transaction is recorded to the proxy address and not your address um, if that makes sense so it, it, it's very situation specific, um, and there's an entire category on our on our forum uh, which which describes them in great detail. Yeah, so so this PDEX, I see a, it, it's an exchange within. So if you guys haven't checked out Incognito, I suggest you download the uh, app. They have an app for uh, Android. They have one for uh, you know the that Apple one that I don't like, and. Uh, <laughs> and it, it looks it, lo it looks really cool it really it's really nice there's so many different functions in there there's games and uh and then, then there's this exchange right uh, how does this exchange work is this a, a decentralized exchange is this a dex or is there like some type of central gateway how does that work? so it's a dex um and and once again we can kind of understand it in two ways right so it is a it's a permissionless dex where anyone can start liquidity pools, um, anyone can create trading pairs. Um, and in fact, as part of this DEX, we've implemented uh, Uniswap. So privacy for Uniswap, uh, you can trade against Uniswap pools from the PDEX, what we call our uh, PDEX is the privacy DEX, right? So our exchange isn't just limited to uh, local pools, but you can actually trade against uh, Ethereum DeFi, right? Um, now, the way it works is... <laughs> Uh, it's it uses anti uh, excuse me uh, automated money making ooh, excuse me automated market making algorithms uh, to determine the price of pools based basically straight supply and demand um, and when a user initiates a trade they're not putting out an order request waiting for somebody to fulfill it and buy it instead they're they're burning a certain amount of currency and minting a certain amount of currency and decreasing the value of those pools in the meantime so uh, it's all uh, trustless it's all it doesn't require multiple parties um, and it's all decentralized because it goes through um, this sort of automated like uh, liquidity pool management process very, very interesting it sounds very similar to uh, what various coin is doing uh, which is really awesome that more people are doing it. Um, so, so at the moment, how many coins do you have listed on it? Um, definitely over a hundred. We 
<laughs> incognito can be used with uh, just about any cryptocurrency. Um, the way it works is we create bridges um, to uh, facilitate like cross-chain transactions, right? So uh, some of these bridges are trustless and completely decentralized. For example, our Bitcoin bridge, um, our Binance bridge. We have a, a thing called Portal, which is a bridge for uh, the Ethereum and, and like ERC-20 tokens. Um, and so it, it, it's once again a very case-by-case -case thing. Anybody in the community can actually build a trusted bridge. Um, and then what that does is it enables privacy for like a new currency that, that hasn't been integrated yet in the short term. And then in the long term, we can work on decentralizing all of those bridges that have been created. Um, so it's, it, we kind of take decentralization and adding new currencies in stages um, based on how people are are like what people are requesting what people want to see um, but but truthfully any coin that hasn't been added yet uh it's a pretty straightforward process into implementing it gotcha and but so you probably that was one of the reasons why i i reached out originally right was uh to get us added and uh and you guys offered two those two methods which is which is really cool uh in my in my opinion having a gateway is just maintenance too much maintenance and uh, something, you know, uh, you don't want one person to really be in charge of. So I, I would rather go the decentralized route uh, for pirate. <clears throat> um, is, is there a lot more that, that what, you know, the, can you entail what the differences are between the both? Is, is it a lot more work to create a decentralized gateway setup? And, you know, I, I know it's not, it's not too much work to make a single gateway. So, I mean, how much more work is it? to create a decentralized setup, I guess. Well, uh, again, it's kind of platform specific, right? So, um, for example, the trustless bridge with Ethereum takes quite a bit of time, um, but we're using smart contracts to serve as custodians, right? Uh, to serve as mediators. So the point of, of, a, of a trustless bridge decentralizing these bridges is finding ways to um, kind of automatically facilitate transfers between chains and it's hard to do that uh, unless there's a mechanism already built into the platform uh, so portal actually is going to be eventually blockchain agnostic something we can apply to any other chain so in that scenario it would be relatively easy to add for example you know pirate chain um, but in the meantime the fastest way would be with a trusted bridge because it allows you to kind of set up uh, a wallet right away to hold basically uh, I shouldn't assume that everybody knows this uh, the way a bridge works is you have um, a custodian in the middle that transfers funds to and from the third party blockchain we'll take we'll take Bitcoin for example right so if you want to send Bitcoin to incognito um, on incognito you'll be trans transacting with PBTC rather than BTC right privacy coin version of Bitcoin um, to ensure that your transactions are anonymous. So what happens is you send your Bitcoin and they're held by a custodian and then an equal number uh, of privacy Bitcoin are then minted to your incognito wallet. And then once you're done transacting on incognito and you don't need privacy anymore, you can unshield, send those coins uh, outside of the network again back to like a, a Bitcoin address and the custodian will burn the privacy Bitcoin and release uh, the regular Bitcoin to your intended third-party address. So when you do that with a with a trusted custodian, some some centralized power, it's very easy to set up a wallet that can manage that. 
to decentralize that, to have okay. nobody in control that of that. Is, Go ahead. That method is more, it works kind of like the centralized exchange, right? Uh, pretty, pretty similarly, right. Um, but that's just for getting the coins to Incognito. Uh, once they're there, the game is completely changed, right? So, so like the shielding and unshielding process um, is a relatively public process. Um, and it's not meant to be, like, for example, used as a mixer where you, you just throw your coins in, pull them out right away and go. Um, everything, all the privacy is meant to be had while you're in the incognito network. Um, so once those coins are in there, you know, you're good to go. And it's not centralized or, or controlled by uh, any, any sort of intermediary. Right. That would be the better way to go. Um... I, I don't think we want anybody in charge of uh, minting coins, right? That would be that that would be where the where the single chokehold would be, right? Uh, that would that would be the centralized aspect of it. Uh, but we but we definitely want to go the other route. Uh, the other route is the centralized route. We we really don't have too many uh, community members. Uh, and we really don't. I mean, we don't have any too many community members that that could maintain something like that as well uh, and everybody we have i mean they're working hard on different projects so uh you know this would require somebody else to step up in the community and uh, maintain a gateway for pirate uh, so we definitely need to go that decentralized route uh, so that right. you know we don't have to trust you know anybody really that's they get a trusted setup right which uh, is the end goal for everything right we want that we want everything to be decentralized uh, you know, we can only move so fast, but but certainly as time progresses, even the trusted bridges will be will be decentralized. So, if you want to start with a with a decentralized bridge, I think that's something we should we should look into making happen. That, I think that would be the only way to go, especially for you know a, pri a privacy coin that could really reach some some amazing heights in the future with this unique technology. And and I like the fact that your technology is similar, so it might be easier to incorporate some things maybe later. Because they're so similar. Um, tell tell me about this get this game quest. Uh, I I see it's a token as well. I was a little confused about it last night. Sure thing. Yeah. So one of the features on Incognito um, that is important for Quest is the fact that you can mint uh, new privacy tokens. Right. So anybody can use Incognito to create uh, a new coin that can be transacted. Uh, you know. Uh, Anonymously, right? So Quest is Quest is one of those coins. It was it was minted on Incognito, um, and it serves as a, a token people can use to spin a prize wheel, right? So it's entirely a utility token, um, and and essentially what Quest is is it's a game to raise awareness about privacy and how people can better take care of their privacy. Um, so what we've done is we've laid out. Uh, chests in in one of the tabs in the app and these treasure chests essentially which is great for pirates as well uh it's a bunch of treasure chests and when you tap on them we give you a hint um something cryptic a, uh, a clue that needs to be solved uh, and when you solve the answer to this riddle you will find a qr code somewhere on the internet right so we might link it in a twitter post we might put it in uh, a bitcoin forum um, really anywhere on the internet is fair game. We'll, we'll drop a QR code, leave hints to take you there. Once you scan it, you receive quest for solving that chest. And then uh, you can spend that quest to spin the prize wheel. And on the prize wheel, there are things like uh, PRV prizes. Um, there's a, a year subscription to ExpressVPN. Um, there are, there's Monero. There's Bitcoin prizes. 
Um, and then one of the prizes on the wheel is called Bitcoin Lotto, which is another privacy coin minted on Incognito that will give you an entry into a lottery for one Bitcoin. So after the quest is over, we are going to hold uh, a random drawing and all of those lotto tokens that you've amassed from your questing will gain you each one entry into that lottery, and then the winner will receive one Bitcoin. Holy crap. That's, that sounds amazing. Uh, it, it looks like a great marketing tool as well. Uh, that's why I was looking at it. Uh, we should definitely get pirate on that, on that map right there on that road. Absolutely, yeah. A, a host of other privacy projects have, have come alongside, right? Like uh, Orchid and Beam and, and Garda. Um, so to have Pirate Chain alongside would be would be fantastic. I see Tor in there, Monero. I see a Brave browser. There's some really top-notch stuff going on in there. Um, yeah, and that's that's one thing I, I really love about Incognito is 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 it's focus is entirely the community right like this isn't this isn't a project with um you know some founders that we all revere and have you know put on a pedestal <laughs> uh it's just a collection of people who care about their privacy so when we bring in people like brave um like you said or monero this is all about finding more and more ways to protect your privacy not just boosting the one that we've created awesome Tell us about your team a little bit. Uh, we've gone over the tech. You guys, I think, understand it, the generalities of it. Uh, tell us about your team and, you know, what kind of skills you got on there. What, what are your goals? Happily. Um, so I have a lot of respect for the team. And I, I honestly, in all my years, have not worked with a, a better group of people. Um, I'm not currently in Vietnam with the team, but most of the team is, is based out of Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Um, and it's about, I believe about 40 people, a little more, uh, who, are, who are dedicated to incognito. And uh, it's a collection of, of, of really, really intelligent uh, people who have been working in crypto for years before, um, or even people who were in, say, telecommunications. There was a, a large telecom firm in Vietnam who, um, for example, their head of marketing joined Incognito at the beginning to, to found the project. So a lot of really experienced people. Um, and it's, it's organized in a sort of lateral sense. So we're all specialists in something. Um, Lutz, I, I, I resonate with you a bit more because my job is more on the marketing side. Um, but we have people who are, you know, like Chucky, there's, there's support. Um, we have, you know, PhDs in, in physics and computer science and, and literature and, and um, you know, rhetoric and things like this that, that have really propelled the, the project forward. Um, and they're all actually on we.incognito.org. So if you want to get introduced to any of them personally, um, if you go to the forum, any user with a shield next to their name uh, is going to be a core team member. And so we're all pretty active on there. We try to keep, uh, keep in touch with everybody uh, and make sure we've got a pulse on everything. Very nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's it. So is, that, uh, is the website itself anonymous? Um, so we don't track is any that... user data, if that's what you're asking. The, it, yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously you can use Tor and a VPN to access the website, um, but we, we don't have any services specifically that do that themselves. Uh, so like we, we 
we don't, when you use the app, for example, uh, when it's not automatically routed through a VPN or something, you, you can and should use them in conjunction with one another. Um, and because we have such a, a driven like community of builders, uh, that's not something that necessarily won't happen in the future. But for now, it's not by default like that, yeah. We'll figure something out for later. Uh, we, 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 got, we, got, we got to find solutions in tech for all these problems, these centralized problems. Uh, that, that's like my goal in life, decentralize everything. Uh, or yeah. find tech that does, uh, that does so, right? And then introduce them to each other so that they, they, could, they could meet each other and just be like, wow, yeah, you're working on that? I could do that and I could do this and we can make something amazing. Exactly, yeah, that happen. cooperation, right? It's amazing. I've seen it happen multiple times. I mean, it's kind of what I, what I do. Uh, so uh, if, if a coin gets added to PDEX, is there any liquidity benefits that they'll gain being added to the project of Incognito? Uh, so it depends, right? Like, certain coins want to be on more exchanges, certain coins like to be exclusive. Um, the point of Incognito on the user-facing side is for the ability to trade anonymously, right? So that's, I mean, that's ultimately the biggest thing. When you add your coin to Incognito, what you're doing is giving your community the ability to, to use it anonymously. Uh, as far as benefits for liquidity, do you mean how it benefits the coin itself, or you mean a liquidity provider uh, being benefited? Well, liqui liquidity in general. So, it w would it add like uh, a bigger, uh, you know, like, like is it, is it a bigger exchange than most of most of these small exchanges? So, yeah, um, that also a liquid a li liquidity provider as well. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we can take a look at both of those. Um, so, PDEX local liquidity in total is about eighteen and a half million, right? Um, so that has been increasing pretty steadily since the founding of the project uh, about a year ago. But when a new project joins, the liquidity isn't there by default, right? So, so members of the community have to create liquidity pools um, and add liquidity for that asset to have, you know, liquidity in its pool in the DEX. So if we were to add, um, I don't know, say Litecoin, for example, there wouldn't be any liquidity just because we've added the token to the network. Um, but people who hold Litecoin would be able to start their own liquidity pools. Um, and, and that does happen relatively quickly from what we've seen. There isn't really, uh, there aren't really many assets in the, in the DEX that are tradable that don't have enough liquidity. Um, so, in a sense, it would benefit the project uh, just by adding, because people tend to fill the needs uh, when they pop up. As far as liquidity providers, um, it's at the moment we're reimagining uh, liquidity provision as a whole. We're looking for more ways to incentivize it. We're looking for ways to make it easier on people. So, for the moment, there there are no transaction fees on the PDEX. So, there's nothing really uh, that would reward liquidity providers for for certain coins other than the fact that they're supporting the project. Um, in the future, that can change uh, based on, for example, one-sided liquidity we're considering. Um, and then we also have a feature in the app called Provide where certain coins, uh, you get an, an annual percentage yield for providing liquidity. So like for PRV, if you provide liquidity, uh, you make 28% annually. For Bitcoin, it's 11%. For Monero, it's 13%. Um, I believe USDT is 10%. Um, so it's, there's, there's plenty of incentive in those big pools, 
Um, but right now we're working on designing something that, that will incentivize uh, more liquidity for any number of projects. Very nice. That's, and that sounds great. I'm, I'm really eager to, to be, you know, participate in that as well. Um, that's it. So, so, uh, did I hear something about Kyber Network somewhere? You guys like related to them? Um, I, I wouldn't say we're related to them necessarily, but when we implemented, uh, Ethereum, right? Privacy for Ethereum. That made privacy for DeFi something achievable. Um, so, like I've said before, pretty much everything on Incognito um, is possible, right? And it, it's up to people to build it. If, if you can think of it, it just needs to be built, right? Uh, and so, it may not be something that's in our roadmap, for example, um, but that doesn't mean it can't be done. The reason we've, we've talked about Kyber before is because we have liquidity from Uniswap, and, and we previously actually implemented uh, the ability to trade against Kyber and Uniswap anonymously. Um, we had to refine that implementation a bit, so we actually pulled it, um, and we've come back with, with, with Uniswap uh, 2.0 in a sense. So Kyber, I don't believe, is any longer live as far as trading anonymously with Kyber, um, but you can do so with Uniswap, and, and, and Kyber is just uh, one of those things that can be built if, if people want it. Right, I see. I see your later, one of your latest updates is uh, Uniswap 2.0 trade anonymously with massive liquidity. Right, right. So I mentioned that local liquidity on the PDEX is about 18.5 million, right? But ever since we added Uniswap, um, that brought it up to 1.5 billion dollars in liquidity. Oh, wow. um, now, of course, that's Uniswap assets, so you're going to be dealing with ETH and, and ERC20 tokens. Um, but there's plenty of liquidity as well for, for Bitcoin and things like that. And a, and a healthy side effect of this, of course, is the fact that you can now um, not just anonymously, but pretty easily trade Bitcoin for Ethereum um, and, and do cross-chain trades with enough liquidity so the fees aren't outrageous, right? Um, and the slippage isn't terrible. So it's, it's with any of these features, there's going to be the primary focus, which is privacy, but also a host of other, other side effects that are beneficial for, for both sides of the community. Um, right, so we have privacy for for the Uniswap community, but we have increased liquidity for the Incognito community, um, and and that's why those collaborations, like you were talking about, are so huge. Cool. Okay, so um, that, that sounds amazing. Uh, you know, and get, getting getting access to Uniswap is always is, is something we've been trying to do for a while to get on that exchange. And from what I understand, you know, in order for us to get on that, we have to wrap our coin right in Ethereum. Uh, it's a process, right? Uh, and Kyber kind of—I'm not—you um, know, kind of does the same thing. It wraps the coin, so it, it's a very similar process. Uh, right, in a sense, yeah. It's you are. I'm not. I'm not intimately familiar with their process, but the process on Incognito, quite simply, is is um, you're minting new coins, right? There, so privacy coins are just separate. Uh, they're their own entity. Um, there's technically not any relationship between, for example, privacy Bitcoin and regular Bitcoin, except for the fact that they're minted at a one-to-one -one basis. So every time you give your Bitcoin to a custodian, um, in this case, which is which is trustless uh, and decentralized, you are given one privacy Bitcoin. Um, and then every time you destroy a privacy Bitcoin, you can release one Bitcoin. 
Gotcha. So, the, the, so it's always accounted for. The, the supply is always accounted for. Um, Correct. I, I, I think the difference might be, though, is that you guys are doing it over uh, a more privacy, private method than uh, Ethereum, right? So everything could be traced and tracked in Ethereum. But when doing it over incognito, uh, that's a lot harder to do. Am I right? Right, absolutely. Yeah, and that's that's one that's one reason that that privacy for DeFi and and, and P Ethereum has been such a big thing because given that everything's traceable on Ethereum, being able to use Ethereum functions without ever touching the Ethereum chain and staying on incognito the entire time uh, is a huge boon, right? Because there's nothing, there's no way to kind of dig deeper and find your history on the Ethereum chain because you were never there in the first place. Right. So, so, so when you make profits on a, on a token, guys, you could get that token, use incognito, like a, like a magical portal to make things go, start going anonymous, and then you, you cash out in, in Pirate. Just, just uh, put it all in Pirate, and now you go to untraceable to even more untraceable. And it's, I, I, can't, I can't really see how they could beat something like that. And how, how could how could the like may, maybe maybe the government has some some resources we don't know about, but I can't see how they could trace something like that. It's just way too many layers. Right. Well, I mean, that's the goal ultimately. Is is I mean, I don't have to convince you of this, but privacy is essential to personal liberty. Right. You probably hear this and say this every day. Um, and so, if there were if there was a way to, to thwart uh, Incognito's privacy, um, I think that would defeat the whole purpose of what we're doing here. So uh, if you were to use uh, you know, your, your assets on Incognito, you're essentially, you will have records of what you've done, right? Because of your private key, um, you can still track and keep track of everything. For example, for tax purposes, if you want to. Um, I'm not going to, I can't advocate one thing or another, uh, but nobody else can access those records. And on the blockchain, those are completely hidden. So if you were to transfer your assets, for example, uh, you take your profits and you buy uh, pirate chain coins with them and, and uh, then you cash out. The only thing that the governments would be able to know is once you leave the incognito network. Right, so everything that happens off-chain, uh, there's no privacy for it. It doesn't work as a mixer very well. It's possible you can use incognito as a mixer, but it's not what it was intended for. Um, it's intended to anything you want to be done anonymously, you do it on-chain, um, and then once you're done, you can you can leave the chain and and, and live with the understanding that it's public. Right um, now, the long-term goal, of course, is to have this be the default um, and to integrate incognito with everything so that. Everything is private by default. You don't have to leave and come back. Yeah, everything becomes fungible. Exactly. That you, I heard you talking about that earlier, um, that if it's not fungible, essentially it's, it's not a great coin, right? Because it's, it's, it's completely traceable. It can be manipulated. It can be seized. Um, and so... It's not, sound, it's not sound money. Right, right. So the goal of incognito then is fungibility for every cryptocurrency, I guess we could say. Um, and, and, and that kind of expanded as well. It's not just that you can use any cryptocurrency anonymously. The end goal is that any crypto activity uh, would be anonymous. So whether you're trading and, and sending or investing, playing games, right, um, 
all sorts of privacy apps can be built on top of incognito. So the possibilities uh, for what you can do are pretty much endless. Oh, very nice, very nice. Uh, I'll, uh, uh, I'll have to talk to you more about that later. Uh, but uh, I, we, we do have our own personal R&D department here in Pirate where, you know, we, we just throw, throw lasagna at the wall and we see if it sticks, right? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a fun place, you know, who knows? Some projects actually come to be. That's how we made Pirate OS and, you know, and some projects they just, you know, they, they're sitting there still, you know, looking for ways for these devs to attack it. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, a fun, it's a fun area to work in, I got to say. Uh, you know, having great ideas and seeing them come to fruition is always, uh, it's like a dream come true. So right. I, I mean, I guess that's why we're all here, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, that, and it sounds like your, your team works exactly the way we work, man. It's just a bunch of people that love privacy, you know, that have some skills and, and you know, they donate their skills to, to the project. Exactly. Yeah. That, that, that has probably been my favorite thing about, uh, I, I joined incognito in February of 2020. Um, so I've been working in crypto for a few years before that, but it, it pretty much astounded me meeting the team members and recognizing that everybody was here specifically for the love of privacy. Um, you know, I've, I've seen a few too many projects that were focused on the profits. Right. And that's one of the things we don't really talk about. Uh, it's not, it's not taboo by any means, but we're not focused on, on the price of PRV. Uh, we're more focused on the fact that you can do what you want to do privately. Um, because one of the things I've, I've always known personally is that you know, privacy is what allows you to be yourself. It's not just for people who have something to hide. It's for people who don't want to be vulnerable. Uh, right. And, and you, you, know, you can relax and, and do what you do. Right. And not be attacked for being, being yourself. Exactly, or or, or or not get declined, you know, for that job because somebody is, uh, you know, is judging you because you have a nose ring or uh, you have a tattoo on your eyeball, you know. Exactly, it's it, 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 it actually accept you for your skill and and you know the person you are on the inside because there's really nothing much to judge. And and the truth of that too is is when we're talking about corporate, right? No, like you're applying for a job or something. Businesses can use crypto for, for payroll. We've talked about that as a use case for blockchain for years now. The reason nobody's done it is not because nobody wants to be paid in crypto. It's because it's too public. You have plenty of companies who don't want their payroll being public and employees noticing how much they're paying each other, um, You know, which has its ups and downs. In some places, like in the U.S., that's illegal. So it's pretty impossible until you have total privacy to use crypto for the things that, that we've been planning on using it for. So, so not only is, is privacy, you know, essential from a human rights perspective, but it just makes crypto useful in, in, in the world. It's, it's essential on every perspective, not just, you know, it, it's, 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 it's the most essential thing you need. There's a lot of chains. I think I, I had a, a debate with somebody a couple of weeks ago, or last weekend, I think, uh, fiery or something. Uh, you know, saying you need a little bit of transparency, and this guy's like trying to convince me that you need a little bit of transparency. No, no, you don't need any transparency. It's just like an excuse. Like, I, I mean, I mean, your your chain obviously is a fork of something, and and it has the, a transparent function. So you know, they they're trying to defend the fact that it has that by saying, oh, you need a a little trans. No, you don't need it at all. You don't. I mean, it, it, it's either I give you permission to see my information or I don't. 
right? There's nothing that needs to be transparent unless I approve approve it to be, right? And that's what that's what uh, viewing keys are for. You know, it's it's about consent, right? Exactly. I, if I if I want to pay my taxes and I want to show them particular pieces of information to accomplish that goal, I will consent to those particular pieces of information you need to accomplish that goal. There's no other information you need to know about me. You don't need to know what I look like. You don't need to. You don't need to know my phone number. You don't need to know any any details, but the details to accomplish the job that you're trying to do. If I if I want you to do that, right? So exactly. consent is like the most important thing to me of all. Of of all, it, it's the biggest. It, it, and people aren't getting that. They're not understanding the fact that oh, this chain has. You know, as a transparent addresses. So, if you want to show something public on the blockchain, you can't know. Who the fuck wants to do that? That's, what's the whole point? Of, the whole point of getting in Bitcoin was because it was supposed to be private. I mean, that's why I got into it. I don't. I don't want. I don't want people knowing my business. That's the whole point. Right. Is privacy, so banks can monitor my transactions, so I, I could have my own sound money that I could exchange with somebody else uh, for for equal value. It, 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 I don't need a bank telling me where to spend my money and you know what what I need to do with my money and you know how much they're going to take this month for fees and I don't need right. that shit. Well, and even that. if they're even if a bank is behaving right, even if if you don't have any issues with, um, say the way a bank operates, the fact of the matter is they still control your money, right? You're they're holding your funds for you, um, but with yeah. a good blockchain and with privacy, you have full autonomy. You can choose what happens. And like you said, with viewing keys, which is another thing we're working on with Incognito, um, we have, obviously, view keys that you can already use to, to access your, your records and such. Um, but we're working on, on a way for users to distribute that however they like without sacrificing privacy. So it, it's the little things where if you start with foundational privacy across the board, you can manufacture ways to... Um, create transparency in a way that doesn't, you know, it doesn't sacrifice personal privacy and liberty. It's more about whether or not, like, if you want to share something, that's your prerogative, but you shouldn't be forced to. Right. And, and, and you should have the option of, you know, putting it on a concrete ledger forever or not. I mean, you, right. you, you, may, not, you, you, you may not want something recorded till the end of time. I mean, you might not want that. So, yeah. So, right it, there with it, you. It, it all comes down to consent, you know, like, that's the whole thing is, like, with our current system, the fiat system, um, you know, the previous system, it's, we're forced into it, and, and with violence, too, you know, it's, it's like, you do this, or, or bad things happen, and that's why this technology is so important, because it is truly consenting, and it's, it gives that power that has been robbed from you back into your hands, holy. That's why I was so avid, and honestly, I felt like uh, it was an honor to work with Digital Price back when we had, before some other teammates left and like stole a whole Digital Price IO exchange and rebranded it. Um, we had really good things going with uh, with the mission there, and that's you know I'm kind of holding up that whole project together right now. And I think being part of the Komodo team, I, I think we can we can really accomplish some more stuff. Um, in another way that perhaps pirate chain isn't uh, optimized to do so, you know, like there's, there's still a lot, it's, it all starts from like an idea and then you find out 
how to overcome the technical difficulties in that idea. And, uh, and yeah, you know, we've, we've come a long ways, but we're just getting started again. So I'm happy to be here. Yeah, you'll see a lot of, a lot of projects in here as well. Uh, Aaron, from like digital price to, uh, hemp coin, you know, we, 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 we got a lot of friends in here. Uh, we got Veris. Veris Coin is a great project. I suggest you look into it. Um, you got Komodo, of course. You know the umbrella of, of you know where where we all stem from. It's like our home, our roots, right? Um, you know, they, they, you'll, you'll see a lot of a lot of cool projects in here. Uh, Pirate Chain is a great great place to hang out. A lot of uh, educated people in here. A lot of yeah. privacy focused people. If you ask somebody how to do something, if you you say, "Oh, you know, should I activate my VPN first, or should I activate my Tor?" I mean, somebody will no doubt answer you instantly if you ask that question or any privacy question. I love that. Yeah, bunch of a bunch of like minded people who care about privacy, but you're all also doing your own things, which is great because when we're all building, what interests us, what we're good at collaborating becomes so much more effective, you know, and I, that's one thing I like about the privacy community is we're not actually in competition. You know, we're all working for the same goal, which is privacy across the board. And so if we can put our, put our projects together and, and, and put our heads together, uh, you know, we end up, we end up coming way far out ahead. I think, I think Absolutely. it has to go that way. It, all these, all these projects that are not building on privacy right now, will have to do it eventually. Or else they'll just be screened out in the process. Uh, eventually, everything will be focused on privacy. And all those projects that don't have that already incorporated in their chain will be on a surveillance list of coins that are being surveilled. Right? Because the state's going to surveil everything. If they could, they will. You know it. If it could happen, it will happen. Right? Isn't that a law? So, you know, if, if, you're, not building, if you're not building with privacy... Uh, in mind, when you're building your unique applications with utility, and all these coins have a unique application for the most part. Uh, well, no, actually for the minimal part, because most coins are shit coins. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but you, you see what I'm saying. Uh, if they're not doing it now, they're going to have to do it later, or else they're just going to be left in the dirt. And all the coins providing freedom to people will be the ones that are looked at. And that's the whole, and people forget the grassroots of this. And, and they're going to get to it eventually. They're going to figure it out eventually. That the whole grassroots of Bitcoin is to, to, to be anonymous, to be decentralized and anonymous. We're not here to work with banks. We're not here to get KYC'd. That's not why we're here. We're here to overthrow the system. That's why we're here. The system right now does not work. It's broken. And it needs to be fixed. And hell, if, if they adopt blockchain technology, that, that's fantastic. That's one step. And it looks like that's happening right now, right? Uh, but eventually, once, once people start understanding that Bitcoin is not going to be any different than working with your bank, uh, because they're looking at everything anyway, uh, then, then they're going to understand why it came to be. Why Bitcoin came to be to, to begin with was privacy. It, it, was, it was decentralization and privacy. Uh, so I mean, if, they, if you're not building with that in mind, as Incognito is right now, uh, you're going to have to do it later. And if you can't figure it out later, then your project is over. Could you? Which is a great time to say, actually, get your coins on incognito. <laughs> is it fair to say that Bitcoin was false advertising? 
<coughs> Bitcoin was the was the first television made, you know, before before us Chinese came. But over. it was false advertising yeah. because the whole press, the whole thing, like you said, you got into Bitcoin because you thought it was private, and everybody, well, not everybody else, but a lot other people, they got into Bitcoin for exactly the same reason, only to find out now that it's exactly the opposite. Right. Well, nobody imagined back then that that it would take on a scale this big. It would. It. I mean, back then we were just playing around. It was. A, it was almost like a joke. It's like, oh, you know, try this out. Uh, look at the look at this new you know thing that solves the Byzantine generals problem. It's amazing, you know. And it. it but but now it, now it's all it's on a it's on a scale where you know we understand that the architecture was good. It was a great idea put forth. But it, it actually the privacy features are already even in Bitcoin. They were just not activated, right? Because Zcash stems from uh, Bitcoin, so so they were already there. Even smart contracts were already in the original Bitcoin concept. They just needed to be done by activated. There's a lot of stuff in that code that needs to be activated in the back end. So Satoshi did give us all the tools. We were just not using it correctly. Right, and at the scale, like you said, the scale it grew to, I mean, Bitcoin being pseudonymous by nature, right, and having some semblance of privacy, using Bitcoin is more private than, say, using your debit card. But the problem is, if anybody looks hard enough, they'll find you eventually. And, and, and in today's day and age, Bitcoin really isn't much of a deterrent. And so, because there's too much, too many clues. You're not necessarily putting your name down uh, with every Bitcoin transaction, but the moment... KYC was introduced. Now you have ways to tie it to you, um, and so one of the things that Incognito does to kind of mitigate uh, the metadata is that we're going to that we hide transaction amounts, right? And soon we'll be hiding the asset type as well. So when you look at a Bitcoin transaction, you do get some form of privacy in the sense that you know that you know some random address sent a Bitcoin to this other random address. And if they haven't tied that address to you, then you're still technically anonymous. But the truth is there's, there's too many ties, uh, too many easy ways to, to link these addresses to your identity. With Incognito, the goal is to have somebody look at a transaction, and the only thing they understand is that someone sent some amount of something somewhere else, and I that there is literally no data for them to go off of. I, I think Satoshi was thinking like a developer. right. Developers rarely put themselves in the user's shoe like a marketer would do and say and and think you know how easy is this really and how usable will it be right and and they they don't typically do that they they, they really bury themselves in the code and solving their problems and doing the, the magic that they do uh, but they they don't they rarely put themselves in the person's shoes like the public shoes and says and say to themselves is this easy enough for somebody normal to work with and I think that's that. That was the failure there uh, with Bitcoin. It, it, it was he, a lot of dependency was put on the person to add the privacy. But so it's there if you want it. You can definitely remain private with Bitcoin. You could do that. Uh, there's a lot of rules to follow to do that, though. You have to be on VPN. You have to do it over Tor. Uh, make sure you don't send an address to uh, an exchange that's recording. You know anything. Uh, don't send an address from an exchange to an exchange. Don't ever send a transaction from you know like there's rules that people will never figure out. You know to stay anonymous, they're not and they're not going to go through those hoops to do it. 
So I think that's right. just where, where they fell short, uh, where, you know, on the user's end. And, and, and typically, security all, always falls short on the user's end. Uh, even in a, a regular company, they say you work for a company, uh, you're a network admin, right? Uh, the, the floor is not, but the floor is rarely in the systems or, or the security of the systems. The floor is in the person and the people sitting behind those desks. They're the floor, right? They stick, you know, passwords on their monitor, on a notepad, right? And they, they, they are the floor. They're opening emails they shouldn't be opening. They're clicking on random shit. Right, so they're 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 installing uh, all all kinds of uh, malware and uh, you know text recorders. So uh, it, the person is the problem, not really the technology. Uh, so it, it, you could do that. Uh, we we did come out with Pirate OS in in uh, in Pirate uh, Pirate OS. So Pirate doesn't just love the fact that we are the most anonymous. We also love the fact that we, we build things to keep people safe from themselves, right? So with, right. with Pirate OS, you can just boot up, live boot into this operating system that's not malware infected like your own, right? And, <laughs> and you know, everything's already installed. You just got to click on the wallet. That's it. You boot up to it, you click on the wallet. It's already got Tor activated by default. So, you know, it's better to have something than nothing, right? So at least they, ha they have their IP address taken care of in some way uh it also has a vpn that's coming in with the with the next rendition of it a dvpn will be added uh, so you'll have both security measures which are at this point is standard right? everybody should be using a vpn that's like standard right now if you're not using a vpn uh you're you're out of the loop uh you're being recorded by your isp right now they're they're recording every packet that goes in and out of their servers uh, your internet server providers, whoever that might be, records everything. They can see everything you're doing, every site you're going to. Why would you want anybody to be able to see that? So that's why you use VPN, right? Um, you know, and, and we'll, we'll cover, if you guys have more questions, we can cover more security. We, we could even make a show just on, you know, protecting yourselves, guys, if you're interested in that. Uh, but we're, we're going on now. That's a great idea. Roots, you, you've like I've been with this project since the inception of it. I remember, and Roots, you've you've got some fantastic ideas. I want to work more with you, man. I thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I work with anybody that likes to work. I mean, I, I like to work. I, I love accomplishing things, and when I accomplish something, I feel like that's that's like the best day ever. Right? Oh, absolutely. I I need to get back to that. I've just had my own personal problems to deal with and then the weight of the world on my shoulders on top of that. So <laughs> it's, uh, I moved back to Illinois, so I'm not in, I don't have the same burden as I did for a massive, ridiculous Austin, Texas rent rate, but so that, that'll help me get on my feet again. But <laughs> yeah. Hey, things, things, are, things are looking up. I hope you own some crypto, bro. Absolutely. Dude, I'm still, I'm, you know, everything will come back to me as soon as I can get digital price back online and trading again. And, like, it doesn't even, even at this price, I would be happy to have just some, like, volume in the market. Like, it doesn't matter. Look, but, um, look, look, look I, I, I'm going to tell you straight that the coin is probably not a privacy coin, right? Uh, but, like uh, I said earlier, 
you're going to have this advantage later on to convert. Even even make your make your wallet mandatory to work with incognito for now, right? There should be no other wallet <laughs> incognito, and then and then everybody will be protected. Does that sound about right, Aaron? Absolutely, yeah. the 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 goal here, you know, you were talking earlier about how. Um, I think ultimately crypto in general has failed the average user, right? The average person, because people need to be protected from themselves. Uh, and so what Incognito can do, uh, if you integrate your project with it, is make sure that it's easy for people to have privacy by default. They don't, they don't have to have a steep learning curve for all of this tech. Um, and so we're working on very user-friendly interfaces. Uh, now, granted, if you don't want to use the Incognito app, right? Uh, the great thing about the project is you can build uh, any of your own interfaces. Um, so you can build things specific to your community off of Incognito. You don't have to even use our app. Uh, but at the moment, I would say it's the it's the easiest route to go. Yeah, I, I mean, Computer Genie built the wallet that we're using now for digital price. And we're now a Komodo asset chain. So I think all of this is, is technically achievable and not so difficult to do so in the future, in the near future, but right now I've just been kind of held up on getting it listed on the Komodo Atomic Dex. I think I needed some hardware that I just don't quite have, and uh, in Komodo Discord, someone, um, CA333, I think he said he um, could help me get the server. He might even do it himself, because like, he's already got other set up. It, there's just a lot of, I got a lot of learning curve on my own, because I'm just doing things I've never done before in in different clients and, and it's just a, a learning curve and all and that's why it's taken me so long but um yeah I'm, I'm happy to to get back to it man it's just been i've just been kind of stuck like just hadn't quite known what exactly to do but we got the wallet working now computer genies built that uh we're simplifying it so it's easier and easier to use with each do you have z addresses now that you're a, a chain do you have z addresses yes so yes. why not make the why not why not make your wallets work with Z addresses by default and not have any transactions? Even though they still exist on the chain, they're going to be there. But forcefully, you have people use Z addresses with the wallet. I I'm not to be honest. I'm not even sure if they are or not that way already. Um, okay, I just an idea for you, man. I, I, yeah, no, that's I'm, a good idea. I'm always thinking the best privacy ways to get things done. Uh, you know, if think about this, if Zcash did that in the beginning, you know, maybe 90% of the network or what is it? 98 would be private and the other 2% 2 would be non-private instead of the inverted as we have today. <clears throat> Actually, I think right. it's lower. I think it's like less than 1% if I remember why. It's something ridiculous. So it's not a private Zcash is not a privacy coin at all. Right, yeah. Um, there is a lot of work to be done on digital price. Um, and it's all going to come together. A lot of it just relies on, on like monetary things. And that's that's one of my holdups. Is uh, I have, like, you know, I'm using my own personal. If you find but, the right utility for your coin, there's nothing wrong with it. Right? It's just that all business conducted with it would be uh, surveilled. Uh, but but the, doesn't mean that the utility is you know it's not valued at anything. It, it still has value for the utility, right? So it may not have the warranty because of the privacy. And remember, the value of 
it, the the equation for value is is uh, utility plus warranty equals value, right? That's the equation, right? So so uh, you you may not have the warranty because of the privacy flaw, but you still have utility with the value, right? So if if you could if you could expand on the utility and then add that that warranty later, you will increase in value. It's just that it's that's the equation. Just keep that in mind when when you work on things. All right, thanks. I'll keep that in mind. Cool. Right. Like it, it was gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna open the floor to anybody else that has questions for incognito and how they work for Aaron. Um, we have about I don't know thirty people. Um, you guys, this is your your time. Uh, we, we're definitely over the the hour. Uh, so, if you have any questions, uh, please. Uh, you could you could say them now at the end of the show. Feel free, just speak up, unmute yourself. There's a lot of shy people. <laughs> uh, I will say, if you end up asking a question that uh, doesn't get answered today, or you have you think of one later, um, just head to we.incognito.org. Um, the the truth of the matter is, you're already members of the Incognito community, whether you want to be or not. Uh, because you care about privacy. So so make yourself at home. Uh, feel free to post thoughts, questions, ideas, anything you want. There's already uh, a ton of people over there that are active discussing these ideas. Um, so you'll get a response pretty quickly. I just made that a bookmark on my web browser here. <laughs> Wonderful. Good on you. You Thanks. won't regret it. Yeah, guys, and that, and that website is incognito.org, I think. In right, so we've got, we've got we, as in us, we, uh, .incognito.org, which is our community forum, so, so it's everybody in the, in the community uh, interacting. Um, but then we also have a sort of marketable landing page uh, at incognito.org, uh, without the we, obviously. So you can, you can navigate between the two of them from either site. Um, but if you're you're going to ask a question, I would go to we.incognito.org. But if you want a like a, a synopsis of the project, uh, then you can head over to incognito.org. All right, that's a scoop. As my old friend Kevando used to say, that's a scoop. Right. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on, man. I really enjoyed uh, learning from you guys today. Learning about your project. Um, we'll, we'll be in contact a lot more. Uh, for sure, I definitely want to. I definitely want to get pirate on there uh, any way I can. Um, yeah. Just because it falls in line, it's a it's a no brainer. It's just it falls in line. Yeah, I think it's great to collaborate. I think um, more privacy is never a bad thing. Uh, but yeah, once again, it was so great, so great to be here. Thanks so much for having us on, uh, and feel free to overrun the forum. You guys are you guys are family. Awesome. I, I, I don't think people, it, there's a lot of anonymous, anonymous people in here, so uh, you probably won't be, see too many people go, going on forums, but there's also a lot of uh, not anonymous people in here, too. Well, you can feel free, by the way, yeah. Uh, there's no need to link uh, an address, like I said on the forum. Um, the buttons are there to sign up with social if you find it convenient, but don't feel like you need to at all. Um, you can put as little personal information there. I don't know if you guys use ProtonMail or any of the anonymous. Uh, or, or, or privacy-focused email uh, services, but you can sign up with one of those 
um, you know, visit the site with a VPN and tour. Like there's, there's definitely plenty of ways where you can preserve your anonymity entirely while interacting on the forum. Um, but yeah, you side note, Proton is not very privacy friendly anymore. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for calling that out. What else is there? Everything that works eventually they, they get to anything the government touches. Shit. Um, there, there's also a telegram group. Yeah, good call. Um, this is a this is a community created Telegram group. Uh, one of the community members took it upon themselves to to create this group that uh, is gaining traction now. So it's not as much action as the forum, but if you prefer, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was talking about Discord. Uh, the Telegram is official, um, but yeah, either way, we're on Discord, Telegram, and uh, social media, the website. Uh, so pick your favorite. Awesome. All right, brother. Thank you for uh, coming on today, everybody. Thank you for showing up. Uh, if you have any questions, you could just message him and he'll hook you up. Um, all right. Uh, great show. I hope you guys learned a lot about privacy. Uh, if you have you know, any more topics you want me to cover on privacy on the weeklies, uh, maybe even some guides we could create for you, let us know. Whatever confuses you, let us know. It's important that you learn how to do this stuff. It's important that you teach your children how to do this stuff before they start gallivanting on Facebook. All right, guys. I love you all. This is Lutz uh, signing out. Enjoy your day.